There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Poodle, is someone at the door? It's Southern Charm. Michael, it's time for my medicine. Come and listen to a podcast hosted by some queens Talking about folks living way above their means They all live in Charleston where the booze is always flowing And we know too much about them all because of Andy Cohen Bravo, that is Southern Charm Sweet Tea Well, Cameron is the sweetest and Austin is a tool Shep can be a jerk, but Chelsea's really cool Craig is playing lawyer, Eliza's playing games There's a lot of other blonde girls We forget their names Madison, Heather Lynn, Skimbleshanks. It's Sweet Tea, the unauthorized Southern Charm podcast. I think I'm going to have to get drunk. <laughs> you know, so awful. You know what? The you tell me what happened. Rate, I'm getting a beer because you have. I'm glad I had Don't. a great day today and you stressed me out. <laughs> Mercury, Mercury, the god Mercury has raw dogged me all day today, and it has not been fun. <laughs> and I love it how some bitch can just get up and go get a beer in my time of need. Well, anyway, y'all, basically, uh, th- we've had bike problems. We've had internet problems. I've had slang problems. Not the kind you have sex in. Um, <laughs> have a beer. Uh, nice have a beer. Uh but yeah, I've um I'm I'm at the end of my proverbial rope. You know what I told Poodle uh, today that it was a beautiful day here in Houston. It was, it was sunny but like really crisp and it felt like fall and I kind of opened the windows and I made homemade chicken stock for my dad and then I cooked a healthy dinner for myself and I said I couldn't wait to just sit down and have a healthy dinner and have the one luxury of a glass of red wine, a nice cabernet. And the Airbnb doesn't have a corkscrew. <laughs> what Airbnb does not have a corkscrew? They all should this come with it. Because people drink on the I'm road. I'm like one-star rating now. Fuck this. You should. Um, y'all, this is sweet tea. This is, we are back after a year A year or and more so. than a year. a year. So what's changed? <laughs> Y'all, well, well. First of all, if you're, what's what's changed? If you're new to sweet tea, everybody, um, my name is Matt Marr. At people call me Maddie, and I am Poodle, aka Jake. Um, you might have found us through uh, our 90 Day Gays feed, but this is the podcast that was actually first. It was, it was our Southern Charm podcast. If you're some, and yeah. be- go ahead. And before that, there was. 
TV Tea Time and uh, uh, no. River River Males and Rist, oh my Risty God. and Fisty and uh, <laughs> what's this fucking show with these two gay guys? Uh, we should have a podcast just, called Risty and Fisty, and we just talk about <laughs> sex. I'm gonna be Risty because you you're gonna be Fisty because no ain't no one stick ain't no one fisting me. No one's me. fisting me. Um. Anyway, y'all. So we uh, you know, we um, we had a little teaser. Some of y'all listened to. Maybe I don't know. Maybe some people are like. I've just been listening to Sweet Tea. I didn't even know y'all did 90 Day Fiance. Uh, maybe, but we're back. We're back with uh, not really a vengeance, more like a whimper. <laughs> more like a whimper, although I will say um, there's two words that have piqued my interest, and I don't. I haven't even spoken to you about this, but I know it doesn't need to be. I love surprises. Um, I don't. But there's. Uh, two words that have piqued my interest with this show, and its name is John Pringle. I think I was going to say the same thing, y'all. He's the fucking brawny man come he to life. He is the brawny man come to life. That is Holy perfect. fucking shit. Whoa. I would beg for and like it a, on my knees. And like a paper towel, he could sop up my wetness. <laughs> <laughs> I would let him do Picks up more. ungodly things to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like, you know how everyone kind of has rules? Like, you can't piss in my mouth. Oh, God. No, I, <laughs> oh, God. That was my like, beer go up my nose. Or, <laughs> oh, God. Or there's no way I'm going to role play with me playing your mother. Yes. Um, I would drop all those for John Pringle in a second. He's a, for Pringle. He's a very good looking man. And then when Poodle oh found out that he comes from aristocracy and that he's probably rich. That was it. That was it. <sighs> Definitely has a family who owns slaves. Almost for sure. <laughs> Which, so we should, for those of you new, this is a little different than 90 Day Gays because there we're just spouting off shit we don't know. And this one, <laughs> we feel like we're um, we're a little bit different than some of the other podcasts that talk about this because, well, I'm kind of Southern because Oklahoma's a weird state. No, you're but, not. Uh, it's fine. You're, you're a fake Southern, but it's fine. I'll my family's it. from the deep South, North Carolina and Alabama, but, but Poodle is from South Carolina. I'm oh. actually from – I'm a sandlapper, y'all. So if anyone's listening saying, these these two queens don't know anything. They don't know Charleston. They don't know. They um, don't know Poodle anything. Poodle has fucked guys in Charleston. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, surprisingly, um, the wealthier you are, the bigger your dick does not get. Uh-oh. I know that's shocking. Shocking. Um, but um, I spent a, I spent a lot of summers in Charleston. I'm actually originally from uh, an area near Greenville, South Carolina. So I'm from the Upstate. What's, what's um, the for you, South Carolinians? Town poodle. Pickens, Pickens, South Carolina, named after Revolutionary War General Andrew Pickens, also known as uh, Never mind, I can't remember his. He was he had a he had a um, he had a uh, nickname, but who knows? Slim Pickens. Um, <laughs> it's not Francis Marion who was known as the Swamp Fox. Swamp Fox, Swamp Fox. Don't, don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. That's some, y'all, South Carolina is a weird state. <laughs> well, South Carolina is really obsessed with its history. It is. Um, and it being the first state to secede from the Union uh, over the Confederacy ideals. Um, so they're, they're, they're pretty much 
you know, you really can't convince them either way. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dyed in the wool South Carolina boy. So I will have something to say about most of this. So that gives me cachet to say anything, anything, you know, it will be interesting in that, um, you know, one thing that Poodle and I talked about that, y'all, we didn't know if we were going to do this show again, because honestly, we didn't. Last season was so bad. It was started out, we thought it going to be good, and then it just ended really horribly, and it was just sad. I remember when we watched we, the finale, we were just yeah. sad. Like when you, and we, like. Like when you when you blew up and and all and like seven guys that were coming come over and then the only guy that comes over is like the nerd who skinny messed up the, twink yeah the one like and he's like a nerd who doesn't even like he's and then he tells you I'm not really a top I'm a bottom and he's a bottom and you're just sad you're just sad <laughs> you've spent all that time cleaning out or you know what. And <laughs> it's, it's, or it's even, you know what? It was sadder. It was sadder. It's like when you go to someone's house to see and you see brownies and then you find out they're sugar free. That's the worst <laughs> right there. Sugar free is fine. Really? It's just that it doesn't taste good. Yeah. Hey, there's still fat in it. That's all I care about. <laughs> so the way that we do this show, y'all, in the past, we've kind of, we talked about our tea bags and Poodle and I kind of gated and jumped around. So um, we're going to kind of more talk about the show in a linear progression. Um, we feel like that's just kind of, but we're still. That's how we've been doing 90 We're day. still going to be doing our, our quote and quotables at the end of the show. And if there's any other segments that we miss, just come at us and let us know because we're not going to go back and listen to our episodes. And if you longtime uh, uh, sweet tea listeners, sweet teasers, uh, decide you want the just the uh, tea bags, you know that's fine. We'll we we may talk about going back to that. But we've been we've been kind of recapping things pretty well on ninety day. Oh, we have a good time, and uh, and it, and it does. If you know, we've grown a lot since then, y'all. Well, <laughs> this the southern charm has changed. Why don't we change? I agree because no, I'm I'm not I'm not saying no. I'm I am saying since we since we've done sweet tea, you guys. If you're just a listener to sweet tea, we've done pretty well with our ninety day fiance podcast, ninety day gays. And we've got over over twenty five hundred views on uh on Apple Podcasts, and so if you if you only listen to Sweet Tea, you should take a listen to Night Day. We, we're 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 making magic over there. Uh, you said uh, twenty five hundred. That's two thousand five hundred. You mean two hundred and fifty thousand? We don't have no twenty five hundred reviews. Oh, reviews, reviews, reviews. Yeah. I'm talking about downloads. I was like, we have more. Downloads. Listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. No, that's not nice. So, um, <laughs> let's. Do, oh, quick thoughts about this beginning of the season. Or do you want to just jump in, or do you want to do final final thoughts at the end? Well, let me let me just talk about where we were before you got. This ended like in the fall of. 2019 yeah and i think this is appropriate because i actually like the way they're doing this show of they kind of let us know that yes this show is going to talk about covid it's going to talk about what's happening in the current environment and let's go back to six months ago when life was happy so that's kind of like where we yeah. all were i like that go ahead um so this is before we even knew what covid was you guys we uh and 
This is before me going to China. I don't know if you knew about this. On I said it on the on the podcast. I went to China. I went to uh, I went to these places that had coronavirus. Sadly, she came and back. I don't, I don't know if I had it. We had a real fun time podcasting while I was there, though. Fun for no one <laughs> but you. Um, like when I was podcasting in a, in a hotel lobby, and it was like. He's not being racist. They literally were playing that music. Um, So, yeah, we also, you know, a lot of things which I think are changing the show. There was no COVID. There, I don't want to say there was no George Floyd because sadly there's been George Floyd's for um, decades. It just never got got really reported. Movement of that. Um, I think the Me Too movement had happened in the show. Kind of that happened the year prior, but really those two things have really kind of. Um, obviously rocked our world and American society. And so what's interesting how um, I think what's cool, what they seem to be doing in Southern Charm is like Poodle just talked about, South Carolina is definitely probably from a COVID standpoint, but also wouldn't you say it's probably one the seat of slavery in our country? I mean, it was really where it's such an old... yeah. It's such an institutional thing there. So it, it'll be interesting. Just, just so much is changing the world that's going to affect South Carolina. I would say the scars of slavery are still there, mm-hmm. are still there, which is um, where Nikki Haley, you know, a, a fixture in the Trump uh, era. But she was the one who said, you know, sure, take the Confederate flag down. That was a huge deal when this when the Confederate flag was removed from the South Carolina state. She's House. the governor huge of South deal. Carolina. Or what at, at the, the time, time was for people that yeah. don't know. And then she became uh, uh, ambassador to UN. So, um, so anyway, y'all, we, it, so it's, it's uh, just it's a different Southern charm. But yeah, six months ago, yeah. we were we were just worried about chlamydia. We, we, that was it. <laughs> and how and how uh, uh, Madison basically and Austin started a chlamydia rumor, and that was it. That was enough for two thousand nineteen. Enough. And I think, too, we also had Cameron, we had Naomi, and we also had Chelsea. And y'all, all all three, actually, all three of those are missed. Not so fast, Naomi. (laughs) Not so. You are not missed. Not so fast, Naomi. Now, and you're kind of like hammerhead shark face because of your eyes were too far apart. It's true. So the way this show show starts is that it's showing them – I actually are we jumping in? I guess so. Yeah, I feel like right. Okay, it, it, it sure. Started with the theme music, and I got so excited, and then it shows everybody like having COVIDs and all that, and kind of experiencing that. Like, yeah, it, it was very dramatic. Oof. I I didn't like. I don't like this kind of foreshadowing. Oh, I do. Um, they do this on Ninety Day I, Fiance. They're doing it this season with Devin and Jihoon. I just, and I I I, th- I feel like it's super manipulative. And it doesn't uh, play to our better angels, but I get it. I get why I think they, do they it. have to do it though, too, because if you if they just showed six months ago and everybody's having a good time, I, I know. it just I, I agree, I agree. I I just I feel like it's drama. I feel like it's dramatizing a fucking fu- fucking a fucking epidemic, and it makes me sad. Um, That's all. It, it's not it's not showing the epidemic that makes me sad. It's dramatizing it. Well, it's I, I know. And and there's a way you can do documentary kind of uh, in, in a way that's not hyper-emotional. 
TLC nor Bravo know anything about this. No. But uh, so that's why I had a problem with it. It has nothing to do with the fact they're showing the pandemic. It's the fact that they're trying to dramatize it and they're trying to gin up feelings in a, in with, within us. Yes. Um, so we kind of jump in. So, but we go back six months ago and see where people are now. We see, you know, Madison's a, she's a full time cast member now. And we see her with her son, so, Hudson. Oh, before that, no, there's Craig and, oh, yeah. I didn't even watch oh, this. Oh, yeah. There's Craig and he's brushing You his were the teeth. one who were supposed to tell me because I missed it the was, first it, three minutes and I had to look it, it up. It was shirtless Craig brushing his teeth. Did you see it? He's shirtless. And I know I missed he it. He was Thank you. shirtless and he looks kind of, Slim and doughy at the same time, and it's so I hot love for you. Craig, y'all, I still love Craig. Craig and his pearl bracelet—I don't know what's going on there, but I love it. Craig and his manicure—I oh, do. He's my favorite. I know you love him. He's my world. I like him. I just can't <laughs> listen to him speak so much. Like this, yeah. he acts like this. Um, so Craig right now is living with Austin. You guys. Austin with the with the with the, the, the drunk frat boy uh, with the tongue is too big. Uh, uh, Madison, I'm gonna, Madison, I'm gonna make some beer. I'm gonna make some beer. It's gonna be. I'm gonna make some beer. It's be called my tongue's big. My tongue's too big for my mouth, and it looks like its own like entity. I look like Fred from Scooby Doo, <laughs> but I'm less smart. <laughs> um, he's y'all. He is literally the bottom of the barrel of guys you would fuck. I still you would fuck him. I. Yeah, 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 because I have a bottom of the barrel. <laughs> no, you just have a, a bottom. I, d- I did not say I would not fuck him. I'm saying in Charleston, these girls who are better – like, the thing is, women are better than me. I'm a slut. I'm completely aware of that. Mm. I would bang a straight guy real, real quick. Well, you know – Just so I could say I've done it. And you have. <laughs> So Craig is living with Austin because his house flooded and apparently had asbestos and chemicals all in it. Because leave it to Craig to have asbestos in his house. Uh, I didn't really follow a lot, uh, but Craig's living with Austin. Craig's like got laundry everywhere because of course he does. No, y'all, and Craig, Craig like, is- washes clothes at night and then leaves them in the wash all night and then dries them the next day. Y'all... That makes moldy smelling clothes, and it's one of my least favorite smells in the world. Don't do that. It, n- honestly, though, if if you wash clothes at night and you you don't leave them for like, uh, like twenty four hours, it's fine. Yeah, clothes aren't going to mold within like six like, hours or I eight hours. Like well, so I'm not a fan of it, but Craig. So Craig is. A lot of you went to these and messaged us. Craig, he talked about he's doing the sewing down south. His pillow company is going well. Um, he's doing pop-ups, he y'all. Was. Um, and again, in perfect Craig Pat fashion, the producer says, did you imagine you would be doing this? And Craig's like, I did. <laughs> yeah, it was just no I one did. else done. And the, and it, <laughs> which is so Craig to be like, you know, most people be like, no, never in my wildest dreams. And Craig's like, yeah, I saw it. Everybody else was against me. I, I love weird, contrary Craig. Because Craig, here's what Craig is. Craig is a weird, socially unacceptable nerd in a really attractive guy's body. This is true. Totally. This is true. And something happened on the way to heaven because he never really understood that he's attractive. And he had to be weird. That's true. And 
Yeah, something something's off. And and Naomi like, really, I mean, she didn't really have a lot of. She, they were in a toxic relationship, so they kind of showed that too. But Craig needs to be with a weird girl, mm. a girl mm. who not a regular Charleston uh-huh. girl. He needs to go outside of Charleston because Charleston women are pretty, uh, just like the men are pretty one note. Well, they also don't have. Um, we're missing a cast member that was on last season. Who? Exactly. <laughs> I'm forgetting. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. We went on a tour of her plantation, and Chelsea was like, "This is fucked up." <gasps> oh, Eliza! <laughs> it's hard being a limehouse. I had forgotten I'd about forgotten her. about her too, just until this moment. I I'd honestly forgotten about her. It's horror being a limehouse, Thar- y'all. Thank God she's not on this show. So she is pregnant. Oh, good for her though. Or maybe she's had she her baby. Had a baby. Um. Uh. God, she was fucking dumb. Also, after the reunion, we get it. So Austin and Madison are back together. They took like six months Madison. of time off, and then they realized um, that they were still in love with each other. Or Madison realized she still wanted to be on a reality show. I agree, and I wanna I wanna point out what Madison said. Is she said, you know, um, I don't know. Uh, it's like we realized we liked each other, and we can't stay away from each other. We liked each other too much, and I'm like, that's called codependency. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good relationship. I y'all, I'm still. I know Maddie was more team Madison than me. I'm still not a fan of her. You were though. Near the end. You were because I just listened to the episode while you were doing <gasps> and you said in that episode How dare you. you said Maddie liked her first, but I'm officially on the Madison train. That's uh, verbatim of oh, what you said. Well, maybe maybe it's it's after not even being near her. For well, a while. but that was the episode before the whole chlamydia thing. We both were really into Madison and then the chlamydia thing happened and we both just Chlamydia gay. Chlamydia gay yeah. happened, and we because we do love Danny, y'all, and we both were just kind of like, Ugh. but and I still liked to, to, Madison. And what I like about Madison, first of all, and I know this is so shallow, she's just so shocking fucking beautiful, and her hair always <laughs> looks perfect. She looks better this she season. Does. I don't, I don't have that same thing that you do. I still don't really it, like. I her. look at her and uh, I think of my cousin's peaches and cream Barbie. I'm just entranced by it. Um, this is the third or fourth time in a month you've mentioned you know, peaches and cream peaches Barbie. And cre- you should just buy yourself one. Come at me if you want to buy me. <laughs> don't buy me one. I don't have any place to put it. I never liked dolls. I just like, I didn't either, as, but I just loved peaches and cream Barbie. I loved combing her hair. She was so pretty, and her dress was so beautiful. Hint: You like dolls? If you want to comb a doll's hair, just, no, but just <laughs> peaches and cream Barbies. The other Barbie, Malibu Barbie, all the, I didn't care about them. Okay. I wanted peaches and cream. Anyway, and that's even sadder. Um, so, so but no, I was just gonna say, a, I do think she's beautiful, but b. I kind of think that like she's she's good TV. She's a good like I have to say she's a way better reality star than Cameron and Chelsea. Yeah, I still don't have to like her. No, but I'm saying I don't like care if she's I, good I like TV. that she's on the show because she makes it more interesting. Because when she wasn't, to be honest, uh, it was it was becoming a boring show. I feel like she's always 
ready to drop an insulting line to someone. And I can enjoy watching someone like that. I don't have to like them. And I don't like that. That literally is my day to day fear when every time I go out with you, what is Poodle going to say? <laughs> Maybe I hate her or don't like her because she's too much like me. Um, she is um, so much like you. She's a <laughs> huge opportunist. And I kind of respect her for it because, uh, you know, we don't, we sometimes men get a pass on this. Oh, they're just being a man. But I'm like, kind of good for you for being a woman who's like, fuck it. But I yeah, get, but I get I, how she rubs people uh, the wrong way. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, so you guys, the next thing we go into is, uh, so Craig's still doing his pillows things. He's got his Patricia pajamas on because she does dogs. It's true. I will say this show knows how to do a brand oh. like none they other. They even did a Ford commercial when Ship was talking <laughs> on his phone. <laughs> they did. <laughs> um, this show, I think that, that may, be, may be a Bravo thing. So Catherine, you guys, Catherine – Catherine's had a real history with uh, with this show because she's been the villain, then she's been the the hero, then she's been the villain, then she's been the survivor, and now who knows where she is because she's staying in Thomas's house. Let that sink in. And when I saw Thomas Ravenel walk down those stairs, something in me twisted and i was disgusted i did not like seeing him i was surprised they showed him y'all as you know nothing's proven but there's a legend and they weirdly talked about the alleged sexual assault and they talked about it last season and i will say this show we're going to talk about it more this episode they have not shied away of anything that has happened outside of these people's lives and Uh, i like that they bring that in normally but this i was I just didn't want to see Thomas. Whatever you do, and I'm saying it if you if you're a little worried about it, and go ahead and do it. Follow Thomas Ravenel on Twitter. You'll be mortified at what he says, and he's even a worse person than you thought. Oh, he's the things that he has said about the current crop of candidates and the current political race is mortifying. I don't follow him because he he is almost more than anybody. Uh, not he is such like the embodiment of white privilege. Um, so yeah, we knew that we knew that going in. I have to say, I was listen- <laughs> I was listening a little bit. Good for us. We talked about this shit on our episode last season too. That's because we're deep. <laughs> I'm glad you're giving us kudos, no, which we're is not a weird thing to um, do. We're not deep at all. But so, um, um, so yes, so they talk about Catherine and they bring up this. It's a story that happened where everybody heard Thomas and Catherine's video, and they're like, are they together? Are they together? They're not together. They're, Catherine's house is being redone or something like that, and so they're getting, She's they're getting along Thomas. better. She's staying with Thomas. She's like, all their custody is settled. It's 50-50. She said, we're getting along, and we see kids, though, and Kenzie's looking really cute. Saint... The less said, the better. I don't know what's going on with him. I think they're both There's getting just... a little cuter. They just both, you know what it is? It's, they both look just like Catherine. And Catherine has really wide eyes. And it just looks odd on a kid. But as an adult, it looks beautiful. Because already Kenzie has really grown. And she's becoming a cute kid. Yeah, I just, this is terrible. I just feel like something is wrong with Saint. And I know we've said that before. Well, um, 
We're gonna I, get. I don't know what else to say. Well, we're gonna get letters on that now. So I'm just saying what I think. Oh. You can come for me alone. Come in. You know, take it or fake it. The views of Jake Anthony do not reflect. I'm, I'm, the, just not, I'm just not. I'm just not afraid to say something that everyone else thinks. Oh God. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it was weird seeing them together. The kids were talking, they were laughing, and Catherine was kind of like, "This is the way things could be, you know, if everything wasn't so fucked up." And then Kenzie's like, "He," and then Thomas Ravenel's like, "She really likes it when uh we're together." Catherine, you wanna you want us to be together, Catherine? No. No, no, she doesn't. No one wants that. Um, you know what I want more than anything? I want Catherine to color her roots. Oh, they were rough. They were, this episode. Get some powder. You're going to be on television. Fill them in. Like, <laughs> you guys, when you're a redhead like that, there's no ombre of like you're blonde with dark roots. Yeah. This did not look good. And her eyebrows looked like fucking Clarabelle the Clown. Okay. It was really bad. You can really tell Catherine wears more and more makeup each season. It's more she makeup does. and more tits each season. Oh, that pink dress with those boobs. Those boobs were cinched I for mean, the gods. They were, just, they were milkalicious. And she hasn't had a boob job, no, right? No, she just has good, great boobs. She's just they're like pushed together. I'm not making fun of her for showing them. I'm just saying she just like it's like the more confidence it gets, the more tits she shows. Yeah, Good for her. Um, so so let's talk about Madison. Madison. Um, Madison has and the her son is actually been featured on the show. Hunter and Hunter is I want to say eight or nine. Um, I hope he's gay because she needs a gay son. That would she'd be a good gay son mom. He has all the indications. <laughs> he has all the indications. He does love feathering his hair, and y'all, I used to blow dry my hair all the time as a kid. I loved and loved blowing my hair, and that's when I put that drop of cologne on the top of my head so that when my mama hugged me, she'd smell my hair. And I will say, you can have a gay son who doesn't do all that fastidious son because of for all that fastidious shit because exhibit a me. Because I was just like, I'm going to do my hair whenever, however I want to. Or or you can have a fastidious, like, uh, ridiculously person who's a, appearance obsessed, like this one. But you that's know, fine. I, I was more when I was younger. Now I could give two shits. And actually, There's a lot of different it's kind gay. of switched where now you can't walk by a mirror and stop and stare. Uh, maybe, but there's a big difference between you, you take, you, you will fix your hair if you go to Subway. No, I won't. <laughs> you fix your hair when you come see me. I, I get up in the day and I take a shower and I fix my hair. Fine. All right. Whatever. Um, uh, if we're playing the vanity game, I lose <laughs> because no one is more vain than you. That's not oh, no. true. I'm sorry. No one's more vain you are the more vain one of us. But we know people that are way more vain. But yeah, you literally, I mean, I literally have seen you stare in a mirror like Narcissus. I do, but I, because, you know, th this is a true confession. I'm looking at the things I would not change, but I'm looking to make sure I'm okay. Well, there's nothing so you thank should you change for, about you. Thank you. 
Uh, oh, I ma- oh, now I made you turn the tables. No. I love it. It's like Adele. Turning tables. You should change it. I mean, you will eventually get some Botox and you'll get your eyes done when I get <laughs> mine done. But until then, you're fine. But I'm I'm kind of assessing what's going on there. Actually, I like my face a lot nowadays. Um, but I I I went I was I as a young child, I asked my mother for a nose job. I did. And my mom's like, if you want it, we'll get it for you. And I just never really followed through with it. But everyone everyone I've dated has liked my nose, so I haven't really had a problem with it. It I guess when you're oh because when they're getting you from behind, you turn around and say hi. So that's when they see your nose. <laughs> I'm like, I thought they usually just see the back of your head. It's just the rear view. <laughs> it's just the posterior view. Y'all. Oh, 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 nice nose. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Y'all love your when they're, when they're choking me. When okay. they're choking me, okay. they're bringing it up around and pulling my neck around. I'm like, hey, hey there. Hey okay. there. Hey there. They're like, you got a nice nose. <laughs> oh, that's. I love it when I bring in like like really vivid sex yeah, stuff. You're like, because I know it's on. real. Um, um, where am I? Um, we just got to talk about. So I don't like being choked. Just by the okay. way, everyone sees that in porn, and that's a thing that people think that you should do to people. I don't enjoy being choked at all. I don't want to be choked. Um, <laughs> so Catherine is renovating her townhouse, and she talks about that, and then she talks a little bit about y'all. Catherine's mother passed away, and so she talks a bit about that. Yep. She had breast cancer. They thought they'd beaten it, and it came back. So, I mean, there's nothing really else to say to that except for— It was a big deal for her. Yeah. She was kind of the only person that supported her during all this, like her main support. And this is all—her mother died whenever she was like in the last like six months of getting custody of her kids. Yeah, it was the worst time possible. It was a possible. really shit time. Um, and I will say, I feel like Catherine this episode— I think Catherine's probably going to stir more shit this season, but she also seems to be a little bit more. Um, she seems lighter to me, like her energy seems lighter and just more wanting to have. I mean, she's drinking now. I feel like she's much more of a plot tool this season mm-hmm. instead of a instead of a major story point, if that makes sense. Yeah, she's she's much more the shit star I think the ma- instead yeah. of. The main the main story is going to be Austin and Madison. And Madison. Yeah. And maybe Austin or and maybe Madison and uh, John Pringle. Uh, well, and also <laughs> I think I think Shep's gonna be uh big fuss, which we could talk about that now. Let's talk about Shep. I think before we do that, we should take a commercial break. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if Every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale. That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at Me Undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going queens And we're back Oh, y'all <laughs> Uh, Patricia, Doris, Patricia, I'm having a party, and I'd really like for you to come to my party. <laughs> but it's with a southern accent, and I'd really like for you to come to my party. It's like southern goofy. It's southern goofy. Um, I'd like to say that everything about Shep feels a little different to me. All of his energy changed. Um. Number one, his hair is much better. I like the little curly it is kind of better. thing. It is. Um, I know we were super hard on him last season, as everyone was, because he just became an old, an asshole mm -hmm. and uh, just became difficult and just became nasty to everybody. He has a different feel now, which is the chef that we remember from like season one and two. Um, and kind of like genteel old south he's still a little iffy but uh it's a lot better than the mean kind of like fight picking uh trying trying to belittle everyone shep that we saw last season yeah really especially to craig really arrogant and entitled that's really yeah. um uh yeah what he was and y'all he's been going to therapy which is a huge thing because Shep, you would never think Shep would go to therapy. So maybe it's working out his anger issues that has made him – because I could just 
you know, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a life coach, uh, voice coach. And even through the TV, I could see something was different about him. Yeah. I think that, um, I think he was much, uh, he just seemed calmer. And I think in a lot of that could be, he has a girlfriend, her name's Taylor. And, um, you know, I think, what do you think about her? She seems fine. I mean, that was exactly, I wrote, she seems fine. She seems, maybe she calls him on his bullshit. Oh, I think for sure she Um, does. I, this is going to sound like, this is going to sound nasty, but I'm not meaning it. I don't think she was the interesting, life-changing match he was looking for. And maybe that's a good thing. And, you know, who knows? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We haven't seen her enough. Well, and maybe she was, but the deal is, I think why you say that, it was odd that y'all, I mean, there was even a spinoff of the show called Relationship. Oh, so, it was so fucking but, bad. And that's all that Cameron and Shep ever talked about was Shep's dating life. So it does seem odd that they're like, oh, and by He's the way, down. Shep has a, has a girlfriend. When this it's is, very like, odd. This has been his narrative this whole entire sh- season of the show is Shep finding the love of his life and unable to settle down. And then the, it was kind of an afterthought of just, okay. Well, he's with Taylor. Yeah. I got a girlfriend now. <laughs> so, I, which to me means she's probably, probably, she's probably agreed to be on the reality show, but she sounds like she doesn't want to be a reality star, which he definitely needs to be with somebody like that. I feel like she needs, he needs to be with someone who challenges him at every turn because. And I've said this from the very first when we're doing this season, you guys, the 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 thing that makes Shep um, formidable as a reality person is he's intelligent. He's super intelligent. He he doesn't always have the most in, emotional intelligence, but he can he loves to win an argument. He loves the debate. He loves he loves to talk about things. Actually, and I would say if you're not following Shep on Twitter, uh, you're missing out. Because he's saying some amazing things no, about our current political system. I like his Twitter too, actually. Yeah. Um, um, but no, he even says it to Miss Pat. He says, you know, that um, uh, to Patricia and her new puppy, y'all, Peaches. <laughs> Who's a fucking Pomeranian? Who's a fucking Pomeranian. And um, they bark nonstop. Oh, Jesus. And so, but he, so, because he's there in Viner Department, but he says that, like, he recognized that he is that he did like to he he said I like to win, and yeah. um, that is um, I don't know about that at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the Confederate spirit, you guys. We lost a little bit. We got to win again. <laughs> well, the Confederate lost, so let it go. Uh, that's what I'm saying. No, we I'm, lost. No, that's what I'm saying to them. It it's that whole thing of like, you know, just – and she says it, and it's so true. It's that whole thing Brene Brown talks about. You can either be right or you can get it right. And so I'm hoping that Shep is like now with this therapy, he's like it's not about being the top dog all the time. It's about just me um, – letting that go because that was so much ego he had involved in that and maybe taylor is just you know we'll talk about this later but when there was an incident at his party and her first uh kind of thing you'll hear her say is to him is like don't get involved in that 
which is yeah, not the Shep way because Shep gets involved in everything. And I will say she does seem like a calming influence on him. Yeah. Uh, and him and like almost a grounding, like grounding a, a like a, a, a power line that's been hit by lightning. And she's so maybe that's good for him. Maybe having someone I will always say the best kind of relationship for me is someone who's ridiculously normal, but who has uh, who has an aspiration to kind of not be normal. Uh, that's the best relationship for me. And has a huge dick. <laughs> and to to this, I never want someone who's normal. And that's the problem. Because I'm, I, I, I love, I love to be taken out of my existence. I, I love that. And a huge dick. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't listened for a while, I'm a slut. <laughs> you know, we're sex positive on this show. You're a slut. I'm a slut. You're all a slut. Like, you know what? Your mom's a slut. Yeah, your mom's a huge slut. You know what? She was banging your dad every other night. And your dad's a slut too. I bet he banged. Yeah. I bet he. I bet he banged your mom's brother. You know who else is a slut? Your fucking grandmother. Oh, slutty McSlutty. She was a huge slut. Oh yeah. And you, if you're if you're offended by me calling your grandmother a slut, you need to rethink that. You know what? There's nothing wrong with the grandma being a no. slut. No. My name is Point Granny. My name is Point Granny. I'm normally on 90 Day Fiance, but I just you don't jumped belong up. here, I just Point jumped Granny. This episode to say you can be a grandma and do porn because that's what I do. Because I'm Point Granny. I, I bond you, Point Granny, from doing harm to yourself and harm to others. You need to expiate yourself hey, out of this. That is not Point Granny's fault. You literally talk about a grandma <laughs> having sex. So I summoned her. You summoned her. Anytime they say grandma on sex in the same city, she goes, hey, you got somebody calling? Of people who want to be grandmothers, let's talk about Patricia. Um, the Queen Pat, you guys, it's possible she's had another little surgery. Um, her eyes look a little more um, lizard-ish. Um she looks good. Her chin looks good. She looked, I feel like it might have been a chin issue. She, I just think she had fresh. I don't think she had anything major surgery. I just think she had fresh, fresh, bo, fresh Botox and some fillers. And I think yeah. she looks amazing. She looks amazing. She looks gorgeous. And, you know, and Pat and and y'all, we should put that in the in the in the Facebook group. Don't come for Liz Manella, Judy Garland. Or Patricia Alchul. Do not come from Patricia. <laughs> yeah, y'all, as we know, we were just starting our sissy squad back when the day, our private, but we have a rule. No Judy, no Liza, and no Patricia Alchul. We should really we put should no really, Patricia. Yeah, maybe what a Chris or Andrea or Jack. What do y'all write that in? And no one really comes for her because everyone knows that she would rip their throat out like Mortal Kombat. With, Finish him! <laughs> with a smile. Um, yes. It's like when Chip talking about therapy. She said, oh, I'm beyond that. It's too late for me. I'm old. <laughs> Pat would never go to therapy. No. Her her therapy is shopping. Uh, her therapy is when that, Michael makes her medicine. Now, or buying her a new dog. Now, Shep is going to have this party, y'all, called a Dumb and Dumber Formal. Okay, let's just be honest. This is a terrible idea to get everyone in one room. And this is one of the worst themes I've ever heard. It was, it did feel, I know they normally do a party at the end of the year, but for him to start this party, it did feel very like, okay, they needed something to do for this. 
Yeah. I also will say this is not Charleston. It's very not it's 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 undignified if I need to say that. It's and let's talk you about the, where, wait, the theme of the party. The theme. The theme. But isn't yeah. that kind of I feel like that's Shep's thing. I think Shep feels like that's the thing about Shep. I think Shep thinks that he is like a he's deviant or kind of on the alternative end of his culture but, that he grew up in when he actually he just makes old man jokes. Even that, though, like you should have – I want to also say that where they had this party was like some kind of WeWork office. It was not a great It was place. awful. Whatever this event uh, facility was, um, it was terrible with those little stand-up tables. God, I hate stand-up tables that you have to like stand up and make terrible conversation with people you don't know and hate. Well, Patricia um, was not impressed with the food, but we'll get to that. I kind of agree, though. If you're going to serve liquor you at your to, party, you have to serve food. You you have to serve hors d'oeuvres, and it should be what we call heavy hors d'oeuvres, yes. and not just like a veggie dip. And I I find being from the oh south, God. and I when I go to parties oh here, God. and people just put out shit. Oh no. I find that in general, the party fair is. Uh, leaves a lot to be desired, especially if you're serving alcohol. Wow, that you was have a, to have something. That was a lot less it. brutal and a lot less of a soapbox. I thought we were going to go down. No, I just think that you need to serve heavy hors d'oeuvres, which at least two of them need needs to be hot. Oh, here we go. Everything else can be store bought, but two of them need to be made and they need to be hot. Oh God! <laughs> no. I really do believe that. Now, if you're just having people over for wine. You can serve cheese. You can serve bread. You don't have to do heavy hors d'oeuvres. If you serve liquor, it's a whole different thing. That is a responsible thing to do. You have to serve heavy hors d'oeuvres. It's just the way. It's very, very Southern in that way. I agree. I was taught that by my, by my godmother because she always had these parties. And your mother would bitch about them or she like them? Uh. She would – my godmother would complain about people having parties um, because they would always do – they would always do rum and cokes. And – but she – if she was going to do rum and cokes, she would always have like kind of a meal or like a heavy appetizer like fondue or something like that. You never would just serve light light hors d'oeuvres if you had, if you had liquor. All right. That's the, south, that's the southern thing. All right, everybody. Anyway, double over, y'all. Put, there's there's an ambulance coming near me. Poodle soapbox. There you go. So, um, so Patricia's great as usual. I don't have a problem with her. She's got a new dog named Peaches because, of course, and Michael's there to pick up Peaches. Michael's there. We love Michael and Patricia. Now, don't pull over. Don't pull over. Don't pull over. Hair may have a little grace. My Lord's with they you. They are coming. Those are you among women. Amen. Um. So, <laughs> so we get a little bit of uh, you know, Shep kind of mentions this and. Craig and Catherine are about to go lunch, but Chip says he doesn't know if they're going to invite Cameron because Cameron really hasn't been hanging out with them a lot. Um, because y'all, because she newsflash, she's not on the show this season. Well, yeah, and she's just over it. She's just over it, and she doesn't want it. She Cameron was already not even like a cast member for the last two seasons barely. anyway. She was barely there, y'all. You can tell she like had a kid and like grown up, and she's selling. We call her Instagram Walmart because she's always selling something on her Instagram. She's making that money. Doing so, like, 
She's I on. must say, though, I have a real problem with them making a big plot point of Cameron's husband cheating, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, when she's not even on the fucking Well, we should talk about it. That's when Craig and Catherine go to lunch. Yeah. And they're having this lunch. Just... Catherine's having a drink. She's like, deal with it. Now, she says S and S on Craig's nails. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. I'm not, I'm not S&S a big. S and S or Craig. Let us know. Kind of nail I'll start getting so, my but, nails but, done. But Craig gets Craig gets manicures. And and she basically tells Craig, I've heard a rumor, and it's that Jason, Cam's husband anyway, is having an affair. He's cheating. And everyone else thinks this is made up. Maybe it's Charleston gossip. Who knows? This was a big but, deal in the news. And again, the show is talking about there was a lot of shit that happened to the cast members since we last saw them like out. And they're talking about all of it. Um, Cameron responded to this and she actually, this was in May, I believe of 2019. She did. Yeah, I remember um, this. She even talked about how um, she actually really felt sorry for the girl who was accused. I think it was a makeup artist or something in Charleston who said she had never even, who claimed she has never even met Cam or Jason um, and only knows of them from the show. And Cam said, I feel sorry for her because Cam said, I agreed to be on a reality show. This person did not. Um, right. So uh, it's um, – we don't know if it's true or not. We're not here to speculate if it's true or not. Um, I had a problem with it. Um, and I, I think if it was true, Craig would have listened a little bit and gone, oh, really? I think they would have scripted that as well. I also need to talk about the fact that Catherine was wearing a camo jacket that looked totally like House of Eleven. <laughs> it did look like House of Eleven. <laughs> that Darcy and Stacey from 90 Day, uh, 90 Day, it did 90 look Day like Fiance. House of Eleven. It was very, House of Eleven. Where the girl's at? Where the girl's at? Um, <laughs> so... Craig basically denies this and says this is like totally bullshit. Um, and then Craig says a funny thing. He's like, you know, I love gossip. And, you know, because in high school I was voted most dramatic as my which is fucking true, y'all. Because he does he, get he, dramatic. What were you voted in high school? Um, oh, in high school, senior, most talented. Boy, but in middle school Same when we when we in mi- <laughs> well in middle school when we did it, um, I was um, uh, most talkative. Who has superlatives in middle school? I don't know. It's dumb. Did you, you were you voted um, a superlative? I was voted two uh, in high school. I was voted most intellectual and most likely to put foot in my mouth. <laughs> And that's that's real to this day. That y'all. is on brand. <laughs> that is on brand. That tracks. <laughs> that is um, something I live with daily on this show. Um, and why we Robin Walsh knows that if she's listening. That's why we have a lawyer on retainer because y'all don't know what happens behind the scenes. Uh, Poodle said this again. Next um, to Emily all so, the time. I know. Uh, anyway. So we um, we kind of find out a little bit. Uh, uh, Craig is basically talking about um, uh, he cut off Shep for a few months, and he's like, "When you're ready to, when you're ready to do better, you can just talk, talk to me, dude." And then he's like, "Taylor is the reason his girlfriend, Shep's girlfriend, is the reason why I've reconciled with Shep." 
So maybe Taylor is a good thing after all. Because Shep really fucked uh, over everybody. I mean, he fucked over not really Cameron, but he fucked over Catherine. I mean, he was on the outs yeah. with a lot of people. And so, um, but Catherine, I don't feel like she cares that much. She's, I think Catherine's just happy to drink again. But Exactly. But no one burned a bridge like Madison, and they're still kind of letting her back in. Well, because Madison basically said that Shep gave Danny chlamydia, remember? Well, we also have to remember, y'all, who is the producer of the show? Whitney. And who is very close with Madison, and Madison does her hair? True. Patricia, you guys, but- no, no, no. When you're Patricia Altschul, you are never going to fuck over the woman that does your hair. It's true, but damn, the fact that she got a free pass from that, uh, we haven't really talked about. I think they did mention chlamydia again. But we a also, bit. though, Madison brought it, but, and I don't, we don't need to rehash it all, but I, for my memory, Madison brought it up, but Austin is the one who told her that, and Austin is the one who made it up. Yeah, uh, fat tongue. And he got a pass on that because it's Boys Club. We don't know. We, we're not sure if Madison, if, if Austin made it up. We're not even sure about that. But he did admit to telling her that on the reunion last year. That's true. He did. Yeah. So, so maybe it was someone that else. Sad, sad, uh, sad reunion. Oh, that was the worst reunion ever. So, Shep, we do f- see Taylor. And, and Taylor, they look cute together. And they're bathing Craig the dog. And Craig the dog is still alive. And... Shep has somehow kept a dog alive. Shocker. Uh, and it turns out that Shep met Taylor uh, somewhere, and she said, I was a marine biologist, and it turns out she was a dental assistant. I kind of like nothing that wrong story. With I thought that story was Nothing cute. wrong with dental assistants. No. Nothing wrong. I almost became an orthodontist. Come at me if you're a dental assistant and you listen. I love dental. I love getting my teeth clean. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Cleans it. They get it all out, and then afterwards, you're just smiling. I don't mind. I don't mind the pre stuff. I do not like the drill. Oh, do um, it! Fucking do it! Clean it! I used to have. I used to have a dental assistant, uh, or uh, in uh, in South Carolina, who had very large breasts, and when she would lean over me, her breasts would literally fall into my mouth, <laughs> and. <laughs> Nothing would happen. And nothing would happen. I would just be like, your boobs in my mouth. Mama, can you come help me, Mama? I'm scared. Go on, Jake. So anyway, Madison is basically, they're, they're choosing their outfits for the Dumb and Dumber party. Still the worst theme party idea. Yeah. And Madison's like, I'll be fine with Shep. She's like, if I can get past the threesome, um, I can get I can get past someone called me white trash. And we always remember the Madison, Madison, you're a crazy person. And we see the two girls come out and Madison's Austin like, and, fuck you, fuck and you. Austin and Justin is boner. Um this Y'all, sequence Austin does have a nice penis. I'm not gonna lie. It does. It's a, it's nice, a nice penis. Um but we we but we as Poodle has the gift. Um, when Madison comes out in that sequin dress, she looks fucking gorgeous. I can't deal I, with how pretty she is in that. It's just basic. I don't know why you're a huge fan uh, of hers. I, I just think she wears clothes well. I think she always looks 
really put together. And I, I am. I think of her as like a doll. I know, but she looks really but pretty. There's no, but there's nothing in. It, there's no Catherine Star quality to her. I'm sorry. I never, Catherine's I never got said a Star that. quality. I never said that. That's totally yeah. different. She's just, Catherine is heads and tails more of a star than Madison. Heads yeah. and tails. I think I just you talk her up in a way that I just can't. No, see. I think I think actually even like. Um, Chelsea, Danny are much more star quality than Madison. I agree, but I just I think agree. they. I'm, I know it's always. I just think she's just beautiful. Um, but I do like her style. I like her That's style a lot. She style. wears really cute clothes. Um, you know, because some people watch she, this for the style. She's she's got better ch- hair choices this season. Uh, you were a fan of hers, that especially that white dress that she wore oh, at the tell all. I thought was awful. Loved it. Oh, it looked like something, a terrible thing off of Dynasty. Oh, I loved it. Anyway, nope. so um, so I guess Madison and Danny have made up because Madison calls Catherine while she's at Danny's, and they're all three talking about what they're going to wear, and Danny's like, oh, Madison. So I guess, yeah, Dan, so I guess Chlamydia Gate's over. I guess Chlamydia <laughs> Gate's over. Um, uh, so Craig shows up to go talk to his friend at a restaurant, and y'all, we've met her before. But now we're meeting a new, new cast, cast member. I am most excited about Leva, you guys. Leva's going to be my favorite cast member of the whole season. I'm already telling yeah. you that now. I know your favorite I mean, is Craig. Leva is going to take the reins. I can feel it. First of all, I think she's beautiful. She has just the amount yeah. of – she has the perfect amount of lip filler. And <laughs> No, she's beautiful. <laughs> and she's going to fucking tell everybody who they are, and I cannot wait. We've also met her before. We have, and the the show she's a took of, great pains. To show she's a friend of Cam's. Cam's yeah. The show took great pains to show her that she had been at previous events, and so she's not just like a random new person like Eliza. Yeah, <laughs> my name's Eliza Limehouse. I've never been here the fuck before, but I fucked Harvey in a Limehouse. But I gave y'all. Whitney a blowjob once in junior high, and so that's why I'm here. <laughs> Limehouse. I have a lime house. My daddy fucks some other girl and has a second family. We don't talk about that because that's hard. <laughs> Let's go horse riding. She was dumb. Holy fuck. She was dumb. Um, um, so I used to be on the AfterBuzz show, which, by the way, I've got like three or four of you tweeted me today and said, are y'all doing AfterBuzz is on hiatus right now. So I did talk to Maite and um and the the other women in the afterbus show and maybe we'll do something when all of us get together and stuff's not going on but anyway i know a lot of you have jumped on from afterbus on um, twitter are jumping you, that are jumping into us so welcome to um a lot more blue of a show <laughs> well you can't swear on afterbus right cuz i was on it like one time and i said like two curse words and i was uh, banned you said fuck five times <laughs> cuz you can't you know what? I can't be tame like Miley Cyrus. Um, or, you. or you don't listen. Either one. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, but um, I do miss Ooh, a, uh, what Crystal is used to do, the best of Eliza Limehouse impression. But yes, yeah, she's off the show. But Leva, Leva or Leva? Leva, Leva. I believe. Um, so Craig tells her, Y'all don't pull over. There's more, more, more sirens. Um, don't pull over. So Leva is either works or owns this restaurant called Republic. And Craig 
Bas- there we go. There they go. Please okay. be safe, y'all. That's all cops, actually. That's an ambulance. Craig, that's cops. Craig tells her, he's like, this is a shit that's being said about Cameron. And she's like, Curious. first of all, I love that she has a potty mouth. She like goes fucking off on it. I think I love that because, you know, a lot of women in the South still don't swear y'all. Like that's a thing that women. That's true. And so, like, if we would get a, a cuss every once in a while from like Cam or whatever, or like from Catherine. Lev is just like fuck it, and just is like beep beep. Yeah. And so, um, she's the she is the Southern charm woman who's going to shake things up. I'm really excited about her. I, I agree with you. I am. I think you know, there's some people that are like, um, you know, what's cool about this is, to me. It's still shocking. I know they have Southern Charm New Orleans, but that's a totally different show. Um, it's still shocking to me that they don't have any black women on this show when there are a large number of black people in Charleston. And I, I will tell you why that is. Well, but I know because this show was founded on the whole like upper crust boys club. So I imagine that is what we're going to talk about. What Lavis kind of what she talks about wanting. Charleston to kind of um, represent the Charleston she envisions Charleston as is because it's so stratified within racism, I'm assuming. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it's remarkable at all. Um, it has to do with uh, the reason why in California we will have uh, our social strata, the bottom of it usually um, has to do with people from a Latinx class. Mm-hmm. And it's just because historically that's the hardest class to be from in South Carolina. It is the black, uh, black people mm-hmm. that is the historically downtrodden cast mm-hmm. uh, or class. And that's why it's hardest to break into. It's, it's, it's no mystery to me at all. <sighs> But, and it's, but that's what I'm yeah. bringing up is that I think a lot of people in the rest of the country maybe – and maybe we're uh, starting to realize this now with what's happening with yeah. Black Lives Matter. But I think a lot of people don't realize – they just don't – they don't realize that that is what South Carolina uh, – it's history. And so yeah. um, I'm excited well, for leaving. If you if you look at the – if you look at politics right now, uh, South Carolina has a – Black Republican senator currently, Tim Scott, and they have Lindsey Graham, the white Republican senator, fighting off a challenge from a black Democratic senator. So things are equalizing. We are seeing a sea change. Yeah. Um, But Charleston, I will tell you now, Charleston will be the last place we will see it. Hmm. And it has nothing to do with politics. It's everything to do with, with social etiquette. Which, strangely enough, means more than politics in Charleston. Well, because also if you think about it, I mean, these people like the Ravenels, the Pringles, where they have, they have not just decades, but almost some of them have like a century of family money. Totally. But how can black people compete with that? Because a century ago, they, people they can't were they can't, and um, and that's. That's baked because in. 150 years ago, their family members were slaves. So, right. so it's so anyway, so that we bring that up in that uh, I think that Leva is going to start challenging that. So that's and exciting. I, to see. I just want to point out something super superficial that both of them are taking a break from their jobs as lumberjacks. 
<laughs> they're both in flannel. They are. And I'm so confused. Like they're both like, hi, ho, hi, ho. It's a weird match. I don't know what's going on. And Charleston, you guys, Charleston's never cold. Like the coldest it gets is like maybe 45, 50. It, but everyone, it's it's like L.A. Everyone, when it gets down to like 50 here, everyone's like, oh, my God, it's freezing. Give me a fleece. And people wearing hats. Oh, God. My um, favorite are the women who wear fleece in L.A. Well, now. <laughs> like Patagonia. I do. Now, Leva says, she said, the only reason Catherine's doing this shit is because Catherine fucking um, has a thing against Cameron because Cameron um, – she doesn't think Cameron Cameron was nice about her so we'll see how that plays off but which this is not true because Cameron was or sorry Cameron was totally a Catherine apologist for like two previous seasons and uh Cameron did talk shit about Catherine but never to Catherine's face yeah she would talk about Uh, her and they show that they show clips of her saying, I don't care about her. She's da 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 da. But she. But those, were, those were not recent seasons, though, I will say. No, but I think Catherine doesn't forget Poodle. Like an elephant. Yeah. yeah I get you. Um, should we move on to the party? Let's move on to the party. Um, the Dumb and Dumber party at the WeWork office. Uh huh. With their um, spicy Palomas, and Madison walks in with my favorite, y'all, ladies. This is my favorite wedding hair right here. Her hair looks fantastic. I'm getting it all I out this really, episode. I really wish, but she looked that that black sequin thing was so boring. I, loved it. I know I you it liked was, it. I thought it was like a classic looking. I loved it. Well, number one, the theme of this party is dumb, and if you're going to commit to a theme, it needs to be something that everyone can kind of embrace. But this theme doesn't all mean the, anything. It's well, hard for the, for the men. It does. The men do it, but it's not a thing. What do you, what do you, what do you wear for Dumb and Dumber when you're a woman? Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, well, uh, Catherine wore her. She wore whatever she wanted to. She's like, I'm wearing a, like a an orange bow tie. That's all I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> and it was cute. And, but I will say, no, none of the women really cared, and so it it just was a it, it fell. <laughs> The, the no one cared because it was a stupid theme. People cared. You know, when we had a guess what? When we had a Tennessee Williams party and Poodle got blitz on mint juleps and made out with three guys and threw up in the bathroom, everyone looked fantastic. And everyone wore white. Everyone wore and I wasn't letting anybody else guys, in. If you have a, we had women wearing slips. It's if you have a Tennessee Williams party or you have a theme party <laughs> and people are asking you what to wear, that means you didn't set a clear theme for your party. It's true. Who knew that this and episode you know would be so much about party planning etiquette? And you know what? If you're having a Tennessee Williams party, you're most likely gay. Oh, <laughs> Or varies. It is the things we go off on. I just took a picture. Someone left us a review, which, by the way, y'all go, especially for this show. Let's just say this now. This is not the 90 Day Gay Show, y'all. This is a totally different review on Sweet This is a totally different podcast. So we 
Really, really, really need your reviews on this podcast to help share it in the world. So go to the go to um, on Apple Podcasts, leave a five star review, and if you don't, and if you don't know what to put, just put Madison, 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 or Madison, Madison, or keep going, Queens. Keep going, Queens. Someone wrote on our. I think it's applicable for this. They wrote ninety days, ninety topics. Only a top shelf podcast like this can use the content from a. from a garbage show like TLC to discuss everything from country music, satellites, and Robert Oppenheimer. Just hit play. <laughs> yeah, I did mention Robert Oppenheimer on the night. So, and who knew? You leave a review and say, I came for this show to talk about a Bravo reality show. And instead of, they read me for my party planning skills. And I learned that I need to serve heavy hors d'oeuvres if I serve liquor. Mm-hmm. And I learned yep. what wedding hair I need to have. So whatever, <laughs> y'all, come in. So we're at this party, and so here's the deal. There's this guy who's really cute named Peter. He Ooh, was cute. I was so fucking into Peter and Liz, who are Shep's friends. And I think we've seen Peter before. We have. But like y'all find, oh, him, y'all, find him on Instagram and come at me. I would bang the fuck out of Peter, and Peter would never go back to women. Never. Because Peter's a little gay. He's a, he's got to be a little gay. He's not like, yeah. um, I mean, they have these. Ugh, anyway, he's really. But so, come oh, to find out, Peter is exactly my type. Oh, Peter Jesus. and Madison fucked you, y'all. The more we Which watch, is great. This, it's, it's good for me because Madison's basically a drag queen. Um, but yeah. No, I was about to say Madison is basically you. Really, she's an opportunist. She likes to look at herself in the mirror, and she's fucked everybody in town. That's you. Fair, fair, you, fair. Y'all, literally, Jake moved to California because he called me and said, I was at dinner, and basically I realized by proxy I fucked everyone at dinner. It's time to leave. That was, I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable, and but it's That's true. exactly what he said. And so how many times have – I, I don't I don't even have enough hands to count how many times I've been to a party and I'm having a great time and then all of a sudden Jake pulled this is when we used to be roommates not in a sexual way but just best friends and he'd pull me aside so we come together at the party and he'd say we have to go I fucked that guy and he's here with his husband <laughs> it's gonna get awkward and and I will say uh, the reason why Peter was kind of disoriented by seeing Madison is. It's the only girl who had let him put it in her butt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and she suggested it. Yeah. And <laughs> she like did something on top and he was like, what the fuck? Y'all, yeah. Madison is the best sex of Peter's life. Mad- oh, Madison, oh. Madison is the best sex of anybody's life. Oh, yeah. I totally agree. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's the best sex of Austin's life. She's the best sex of anyone's life who has her. Yes. And it's hard to forget her. And that that's why... Peter's either girlfriend or wife lost her shit. Lost her shit because y'all, she knows. Everybody knows. Yeah. And and women have that ability to see a girl who's like dangerous to them. And so they're like, we're, we're getting out of here. It's true. Okay. Um, yeah. So Peter and Liz and Shep's like, I don't know what's going on, dude. <laughs> and Shep promises that he did not invite them for that reason and i kind of believe him i believe him but y'all uh, it's hard because remember the last party when he pulled that dick move and invited the girls austin had the yeah, threesome with. Terrible. and so madison's kind of like 
Yeah. Um, sure. Whatever, Shep. She's like, this is shit's on you. You haven't changed a bit. Yeah. Madison thinks it's a setup. And uh, y'all, Whitney and Patricia show up. And then it's all good because they're, that's when they start. To, Patricia's like, well, it's, I guess I just the only kind of parties that happen where good food is the ones that I throw. Yeah. And she's right. And she's right. And she's holding court. And then, y'all, in comes John Pringle. John Pringle shows up. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. John Pringle can have me. <laughs> Anytime, y'all. y'all. That's the thing. John Pringle, if you're listening, I will I will shave my back and put on a blonde wig. You will <laughs> never know the difference. I'm telling you, John Pringle. You will. You won't care. I can speak really high. Except your boobs aren't as perky as they should be. No, I'll work on it. <laughs> I'll work on it, John Pringle. Um, y'all, this guy, and he comes in, and holy fuck! And without a God. beat, um, Patricia says, "Oh, are you the Pringle for da 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 da?" And he's like, "Yes, ma'am." That was, like, yes, ma'am. That I was am my I'm grandfather. Pringle. And as soon as Patricia hears that, John Ash House. As soon as yeah. Patricia hears that, she is pulling Madison to the side and says, "Well, because you know why? Austin's not really Southern." John Pringle is Southern and she, and, and Patricia wants the best for Madison. And she says that Austin is a man child and a boy, which is true. He doesn't have a shit together at all. And she's like, Madison, y'all like her or not. Madison is a self-made woman. She's worked her ass off. She's built her own career. I I can't, I can't doubt you. And so whereas Austin has done fucking shit, but I think the crux of all of this is you just nailed it. Austin is not Southern. No, that's it. Yeah. And you know, you really have to be from the club, you guys. You it, in Charleston, you have to be Southern because There's just yes, because that, as soon as John said that, he had an immediate access that like Craig, yeah. Craig had to work so much harder for, and even Craig still is not in that club. Nope, nope. And that's why Eliza, unfortunately, is in that club, and someone like Landon, who we don't really talk about anymore has been relegated to being back in San Diego. God fucking landed. Oh. Oh, when they God, showed the when they worst. showed at the end of last season that Landon and Ashley are friends now. Awful. Awful. That's the oh, thing. Ashley. This show has no qualms about shading people that were on this show. None. No. None, none, none. Uh, so yeah, definitely Patricia's trying to break up break up what I who I called Mauston. She's trying to break up uh, Madison and Austin, and I bet you um, know what? I'll bet she'll do it because. Uh, so she says you should have a play date. He has a seven-year-old uh, kid, and, and you like, should oh, do you that. Play with Hunter, yes. So y'all, because he just moved back from the West Coast. So she said the only the only other thing we had was Cameron uh, Cam texted Catherine uh, Catherine and basically says, you know. Um, why are you telling? Why are you spreading gossip about me? This never happened. And 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 Catherine's like, I just was t- talking about what I heard. You know, gossip. She's like, just be a good human, which is something Catherine, what w- Cameron would say. Cameron said, and then Catherine kind of says, I don't give a fuck. And she was like, you know what? She's like, she hurt me to my core, and she's an asshole. She's an asshole. So it's open season on Cam, you guys, and 
Catherine's uh, feel. Catherine's going to be maleficent this season. It's going to be really ugly, and it's going to be also amazing. And Catherine had so much highlighter on her face <laughs> at this party. She looked like um, she looked as if someone had like done really bad Day of the Dead makeup on her and didn't like put in the she, shadow. She looked absolutely terrible. Ladies, do not highlighter should be subtle. It should not. People shouldn't see like your, Stacey from Ninety Day. You shouldn't live on yeah, highlighter. You shouldn't see the highlighter. You should actually just know, feel like your skin looks glowing. I agree. Come to me for makeup tips. Come to me, y'all. Everybody. Well, you need to send them because I'm I'm tired of referring people to you. Everybody loves that black honey. Now you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Y'all, um, that's basically, it, I think all the time for, do we need to do our quote and quotables? Strong tea. Strong tea. Give, give strong me strong tea, tea with quote and quotables. quotables. Y'all, this is a section of the show, if you're new to the show, where we always talk about a quote. And I don't remember what mine was. <laughs> so I'm on, I'm, I'm on. Uh, it is, I will say now, mine is Patricia, where she said, uh, uh, oh, yes. Go get Peaches. Uh, she's the new guard dog. She's part Rottweiler. And we bring out Peaches, and it's a goddamn Pomeranian. It's a Pomeranian. So, yeah. Not a lot of quote and quotables in this one. Um, my quote and quotable actually was, I've never thought Austin was gay, and I still don't think he is. But when Madison walked out in that first dress, he was like, I mean... You look like somebody from Mulan, like that Disney princess. And I went, queer. Was Mulan like <laughs> a really, really just impactful movie to your life, Austin? It was just came out of nowhere. He's so dumb. He's pretty dumb. Oh, he's so awful. He's pretty dumb. Ugh. So there wasn't a lot of. Um, Give me more John Pringle. I know. There wasn't a lot of quote unquotables. You know, normally. Oh, oh, I do. Uh, Patricia, when she says, when Patricia said, I'm not even going to say this word right. She's like, when she's serving drinks oh, to ships, and she's chinoiserie. like, it's a chin, chinoiserie straw. You, not that you know what that is. <laughs> that is the best. There's a straw to it. It's a chinoiserie straw. Which I don't know which what that like, means. What is that, like poodle? A, a fake Chinese-ish straw where to be Asian was to be important. Yeah. <sighs> Chinoiserie from Chinois, which is uh, the French word for Chinese. Chinoiserie. And there we go. <laughs> there, All right. I need, we need to end this show because I need to go jerk off to John Pringle picks. I don't – y'all Y'all can come at us on – if you remember where our website's changed, it's at 90 Day Gays Now. That's where you can come at other shows. You can look at the show links and you can – or if you type in Sissy That Talk, we're still – it'll come yeah, out 90 Day Gays. Um, you can go to – you can check out our show, 90 Day Fiance. We're recapping that show right now. And, and if you're new to the show too, we have a Gatreon, a.k.a. our Patreon, where we, we're we recapping a lot. We do old episodes of 90 Day Fiance. We're, we're recapping Love After Lockup. 
Lalu. Lalu. We're going to be doing, uh, we've already said in, we do also a Bi Curious episode, like a new episode Where every month. Where we do month. any show we decide to do. And we already decided that in November we're going to be doing uh, I Love Mama, Mama's Boy. I Love a Mama's Boy. We're going to be doing that shit show. So people keep asking us if we're going to recap that entire show. Y'all, it's not. The answer is no. It, no, it's not that great. And Southern Charm came up, and so we're going to be doing this. This is where we want to be. It's true. You can also find us on Cameo. Poodle is at Jake It or Fake It, and I'm at the Matt Mar. Um, That's so bad. I missed one today, aw. and I gave it to her free. Um, well, I, and I'm I'm all about giving things to people free. Usually not hers. You said it, <laughs> not me. Anyway, again, because if he didn't give it for free, y'all. We would be doing this show in a studio, and I wouldn't be doing this in an echoey Airbnb, and Poodle wouldn't have to walk all over his apartment to find the right fucking internet so he could connect to this goddamn show. But yes, why don't you think about giving away for free? Anyway, everybody. Anyway, that's the show. That's the show, y'all. Now, we'll see you next week, and remember, y'all come back now. Y'all come back now, yeah. yeah. Well, now it's time to say goodbye to Poodle and to Matt. And they would like to thank you folks for listening to their chat. You're all invited back next week, but please, before we're through, just mosey down to iTunes and leave us a review. Poodle, you and reviews, you're shameless. That's what they call me in college. Y'all come come back back now, now, you hear? Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 